0: Welcome to the Broadway Bus podcast with additional background noise courtesy of the GPO for the Post Office in Washington and Darren Wheel in June PR is sitting as usual with
1: Zena Narani of Vida della Mariposa coaching
0: and less usually we are with Joe, who is the general manager of the GPO.
1: Hello everybody.
0: Yeah and uh, we're going to do a bit of live because I'm not sure if I can have another espresso in team though
1: your Jack Daniel new cocktail thing oh. that Jo oh. was going to say you that were, she was do, you? But without oh, yes. Jack Daniel. Yes, I think you need to go with that one and order that. What do you think
2: Joe? I think absolutely.
1: While he's googling for that or searching his photos, <coughs> uh, tell us a little bit about I'm yourself.
2: Honest. So I am the general manager of Alkington GPO um, and I have been since February this year after taking over from our previous manager. Um, I've worked here since the day that we opened um, which was on Super Saturday, I don't know if anybody remembers that, July 2020, when all of the pubs and bars could reopen again. Uh, so yes. Yes, yeah, exactly. started out in, in a supervisor capacity, moved up to assistant and now general manager. So, spend most of my uh, most of my waking day in this place with, uh, with these lovely guys.
1: And you're not actually an all gal,
2: or lady, or... No, <laughs> no, not, I'm not, not too far away, just from another local suburb, Bexley Heath.
0: We for about seven or eight hours a day. I yes, well,
2: yeah. I'm, a, I'm an orphan tonight for, for most of my life. Yeah. <laughs> and how do
1: you
2: find it? Liden? How do I find it? So yeah, it's it's a great area. It's a really lovely area. It's got a great community spirit, um, which I really, really like. I love the customers that come in here. We get all ages, um, and we have some really good conversations. All ages, mm-hmm. all sort of views, opinions, and um, yeah, we have, uh, we have a great time. I find the uh, high street is interesting. Definitely some interesting places here, a, a little bit of something for everybody, but Absolutely. could potentially be a little bit more as well. Yes. Be a bit more. it's on the
1: growth. Have uh, you um, ordered
2: your drink?
0: I've ordered my
1: drink, you but
0: apparently, you don't have JD. Well, we do, yes, so we have
2: bullet bourbon or Maker's Mark.
1: See, there's as a, as a little substitute. I <laughs> you know, there's always a
0: there yes, go. they can't to, uh, to go with something called the Tennessee Cold Brew.
1: Don't you need to go all the way to Tennessee, Yeah. I'm
0: quite prevented, if travel <laughs> that far for bourbon, that's not a problem. <laughs> what would you like,
1: I would like to, I've still got my Prosecco and my Expressions here at the moment.
2: <laughs> double, double parked over here. I am double
1: parked. <laughs> Give me a minute, I think we should go on some food. Should we order some okay. food so at least, you know, we know what's on the menu
0: here? Well I'm here tomorrow night You know they do a steak night on Thursdays? Actually. What's the steak night offering? Steak
2: night, so you get a 220 gram sirloin steak with fries or a side salad, and there's a choice of drinks to order from as well. So it's £20 pounds for our, well, our steak dinner. I had one of the best steaks
1: I've ever had. Here, That's
0: um, what we did last was. Oh, last week. Mm-hmm. Amazing, yeah. yeah. Do you know, I
1: actually, as soon as we came in, because I was desperate to the toilet, sorry, <laughs> listeners. Um, it's been a long day, lots of water. But um, I went straight <laughs> to the toilet, and you know, toilets are great because, I mean, in the sense that. There's so much on the back of doors, yes. <laughs> and they had the, the brunch menu there for from 10 every day, £10 Tuesdays, this is really great, uh, oh, I'll cut half of it off, your choice of burgers, uh, fries, side salad and drink, then you've got the steak night as just mentioned on Thursday, sirloin steak, I love a sirloin steak and a ribeye, french fries, side salad and the drink for £20, is that an alcoholic drink?
2: Yes, yeah, so we've got a choice of wines, beers, uh, there's a cider on there, yeah, there, and there's some soft drinks on there as well.
1: Then we've got a Sunday roast, all the trimmings, we all love the trimmings. You can't,
2: you cannot beat the Sunday roasts in this place, you really? can and we also do, which might not be mentioned in the toilet, live music between three and five every Sunday. Ah,
1: okay, that was
2: great. On the, on the no, toilets, it's not, um, no, it's not on it's a bit relatively new addition, <laughs> newer than the poster, so I'll uh, oh, 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 this
0: with an the order as you <laughs> are with Can I the I just the ordering, can what
1: I just, can I just finish? Oh. <laughs> oh. yeah. Can I So, uh, uh, pop, 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 but try. remember Sunday Roast is only from 12.30 to 4pm, and then happy hour cocktails, proseccos, beers, cocktails, etc. from 4 to 6, Monday through to Thursday. Yeah,
0: we'll lots, lots to do. And
1: we literally missed it by half an hour.
0: You did unfortunately. What we don't want to miss though is our food. Yes. Right, can we have a bread and oils, a truffled mushroom arancini with polenta, corn-shaped parmesan and the Asian steak tartare with sesame tartare,
1: oil. darling, tartare, Tartare. Tartare.
0: with sesame oil, truffle mayo, soy sauce, ginger and spring onion, just give the full description and mm-hmm. uh, yes we're going to not to uh, trouble the mains uh, at the moment but, yeah. Nibbles,
1: nibbles, tapas, that should be enough shouldn't it's there tappers. those three options yeah. for now please and But our then, tummies well, may rumble later
2: that was Tia. Tia. Have you yet one of our most valued team members? She's absolutely amazing. She's put um, in some really hard graft over the last uh, few few weeks, especially that she's a great girl. Well,
0: while you've got your final question? Is there anything coming up in the life of the GPO that we should know about? I, we're here with the mural Well, yeah, what
2: we've we just had the, obviously we've had the fabulous mural painted on the wall by Becky, um, who's absolutely great. Yeah, there's lots going on. Um, you know, our menus are always changing. Um, as I say, we've, we're always sort of introducing new things like the live music and all of that. Um, the, biggest, the biggest thing on our horizon at the moment is... That we are um, going to very much be a part of the new development that's happening next door to us in the old pound world. So, um, yeah, so the developers are getting started on that imminently. might be just ironing out a few more, a few more sort of issues and um, as soon as they get started on that we've got dibs on the commercial unit in the bottom of it which we're really excited about so um, for the company a brand new concept for us we're going to sort of do a food focused and um, casual dining experience and indoor market so um, we're going to look to employ some independent traders, butchers, bakers, florists. Um, that kind of thing to provide an entire experience in there, so casual seating throughout and um, some food, some coffees, and um, yeah, we're gonna yeah make make our stamp on that place. Fantastic. And when and does, doing well, so
1: how close in the pipeline is that?
2: It's probably I'd say a good it's a good eighteen months away. Okay. So it, it depends on how how long it takes the developers to get the place up and running, and yeah. you know these things always always come across. The Something to right. look forward, forward to. Yes, yeah, right, some, another phone It's coming. Final question. Go on. Did you say
1: final question earlier on? Uh,
2: okay.
0: <laughs> P.S. This is what we're going to Yes, P.S. What, in your experience, are the favoured drinks of the people walking to come here and the favoured?
2: The favourite drinks and the favourite dish. Well, I would be lying if I said it wasn't the uh, the humble porn star martini that was a, a firm favourite amongst all of our all of our walking tonight. it is the it is our most made cocktail um, and it is very much the reason for this big muscle in my arm that you see there oh, <laughs> oh I might have to have that. Then. You're gonna yeah. have to give it a whirl. You'll have to give I it will a whirl. Yeah, so porn star martini and the drinks and the burgers, the, the, the GPA burger or well, the beef burger as it is on the menu now is an absolute favourite. It's um, yeah, it, it's on all of our menus. It's our lunch menu, our burger menu, our dinner menu. So it's wow. there and it's the biggest seller, without a doubt. Yeah, thank
0: you. No worries, thank you
2: very you much for having me. My, my mouth see.
1: is watering. Let's go and get you a drink. Do you know what? We are available on Channel Radio Mondays 10am. We are indeed. It's
0: and we're in available in the GPO fairly regular as well.
1: so you know, it really nice that when we came into the GPO, Mm-hmm. Uh, I went off to do my little business and I came back and I've got an expressive martini. It's nice to be served. Out, so, thank you. And without
0: the syrup. Mm-hmm. And I know you're happy. Decaf. You. Yep. Yeah. Thank you, my
1: darling.
0: Which means you can sleep tonight.
1: I can sleep tonight. <laughs>
0: right then, let us yeah. start off with Angel with Buzz. We started the week at the Churchill Theatre, being murder mysteried, with looking good dead. But we were
1: looking good alive.
0: That's yes, very true, and you put that on our Instagram as well, nice work. Uh, what was it actually? Anyway, be that as it may, really? hashtag when we buzz. Uh, we mm-hmm. now have a little clip from a member of the audience, who frankly knew more about Peter James and his output than we do. Uh, for me, I thought it was a decent murder mystery, a good night out. Um, I wasn't so fond of the detective angle, because i like a really strong detective character. And it seemed to me that the of plot and the
1: the story didn't really bring out the best in the detectives? Yeah, I
0: think so, too. I don't have the perspective on Peter James as a whole, and this lady does, so here we go. Good evening, audience (laughs) member Jessica. Good evening. (laughs) uh, has just emerged from Looking Good Dead. Yes, Uh, fortunately alive.
3: Uh, The production, yeah, it was great, especially as it was opening night. Um, Yeah, I found it amazing. I thought it was... I've, I've read the books... So I was no, interested to see. Tough. Oh, okay. So I was interested. <laughs> I was interested to see how it would um, adapt for mm. the stage. Um, so yeah, it was really intriguing. But yeah, I mean, I enjoyed it. It was great from start to finish. The twists were great at the end, um, completely un- unanticipated, even despite reading the books because um, it had been modified slightly I yes, believe Yes, uh, we interviewed
0: Adam Woody and he oh, right, it okay. had been changed quite a lot
3: Yes, it had yeah, I was, mm. so it was, it was a totally new production so I, I didn't know what was coming at some point so yeah, it was really great really enjoyed it good acting all round
1: um, good fun Did you say the book was more towards what you thought it would be in terms of more exciting or would you say the production? Um, I think
3: the production was exciting because as soon as I knew it was deviating from the book Yeah Yeah um, then I didn't know what to expect, so it was it was nice being able to watch it, completely oblivious to what was coming, and just enjoy the storyline as it unfolded, yeah.
0: One of the lovely things about uh, watching something on TV or theatre or reading yeah. is in each one, people come through in a different way. Right. Did you have anyone that came through as a character you particularly enjoyed live on stage?
3: Um, yes, uh, DC or... Um, Grace. Grace. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Roy Grace. Superintendent. Grace. Superintendent, yes, <laughs> Superintendent. That was it. <laughs> Superintendent. <Yeah. laughs> I know. God. I said I read the I books. I, I said I read, the, read the books, but I'm putting myself shame there was. now. No, no. I, I knew <laughs> I had to interview <laughs>
0: someone so I made a good match.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Grace um, and Glenn Branson. His um, co cohort Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They were very good. I even said to Mum actually because we watched the ITV adaptation mm-hmm. as well. Um, I don't know what last year maybe I think yeah. it was, and we didn't enjoy that at all, mm. sorry I to be, but this we enjoyed and we I said to her I think the casting was spot on for them, so yeah it was really good. Right, thank you very much for that, and
0: see, uh, what's been giving you a buzz of late? Right, one of
1: my buzzes I think uh, this week was the um, Easter weekend, it's been, been a long Easter weekend, Yeah,
0: closer, come closer, yeah, you have come
1: to, closer the background noise. to me, I have no idea
0: what
1: I'm singing, anyway. It's the
0: second time you've done it on the bus. That song because i've invited to close before. Mm-hmm. it's a nasty habit <laughs> okay anyway dog
1: sitting i was Ooh. dog sitting i i went over to a my lovely friend who was an excellent teaching colleague and i often this was a lot i used to do it very often at uh, her house i used to dog sit her three dogs um obviously it hasn't happened for a good two years but i was there and do you know what first of all i thought it would be really stressful with three dogs but it was a real buzz it became therapeutic because it forced me to take more time out to go for a walk be more mindful um just cuddling up to the pets and stroking them it was such an energy release i'm doing my meditation here breathe in breathe out it was, it was fantastic. It was a real buzz, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. You know, so I, I,
0: I heard a statistic the other day. I think I might be quoting this right. It said before the lockdown, there were 9 million dogs, or dogs and cats. I think it was dogs. Um, yeah. 3 million were <laughs> added as people got them to cheer themselves up yeah. during the pandemic. Which brings me on in turn to the fact that, sadly, some of them are being abandoned, partly because of the cost of living crisis as well. So I'm going to put a little plug in here for the Fold Farm Animal Rescue Centre um, down in Biggin Hill. So if you are seeking to have a rescue animal, and there are more of them these days sadly, that is one local place you can go.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. But, you know, we, we often, you know, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that as well because having a pet, it doesn't matter what it is, it is very, very good for the mental health and well-being in all ways. Mm. And if you can have a pet and you can afford it, then please do. Um, because it also gives you that balance in life. Um, and it's a bit like Christmas. You don't get a, Chris, uh, a Christmas present throw away. It's for life. pet is for life. Um, but anyway, we're not going on to that. We're looking at buzzes. So, Dad, you've got a great buzz, which was actually, I was really excited to see the post of it. And I've actually got... I was... Well, actually,
0: I'm not going to say anything. Tell us about your buzz, and then I'll say something. Which one? Oh, Keston. Ah, now that would be the mosque. Yes. Yes. I went to the Al Imam Centre, the mosque, uh, in Keston just the other day, and there they have Ramadan is still going on. I think as we speak, is it not? Tennessee? Yeah. It goes uh, on for which, which basically days, means uh, the local Islamic community are abstaining from food and drink, essentially, during the hours of daylight, uh, for the period this is on. So
1: from the sun goes up to the sun goes down.
0: Yeah, which, of course, it moves around, as I discovered, each year, and the more it goes into the summer, the worse it is. But anyway, it's going on at the moment, and they had a community iftar, which is basically a celebration of the breaking of the daily fast and not drinking in the evening, and uh, so there was food and drink, and you know one of the... Lovely things. Well, actually, there's a few lovely things. Go on, you're smiling at me. No, no,
1: no, I was actually going to ask you how did they Mm. break their iftar?
0: Uh, I'll tell you the thing that they most desired to break their iftar with, which was terribly British. They were all pining for their cups of tea. Interesting. There was tea deprivation en masse amongst the assembled. you know, Islamic worshippers on the day. Yeah, they were praying actually yes, while we were there. Because that's Russia not the well. traditional
1: what you break your iftar with. You, know, you tend to break it with something sweet, like dates or things like that. Well, there are so an array of curious. things.
0: There were grapes on the table, there were indeed dates. There was a, an absolutely delightful date based dessert, which uh, we were presented with when we left. Uh, there was a, a biryani as well, chicken biryani. Uh, and there was a smashing rice pudding which I think probably had cardamom in it. Yes. Uh, Did it have
1: pomegranate in it as well? Mm,
0: Not sure. Whatever it had, it didn't last very long.
1: Okay.
0: (laughs) But I'll tell you what, we had Councillor Tony Mm -hmm. Owen, the Deputy Mayor of Romney, who we met before he was there. And it was just a really nice, inclusive, open event. And I spoke with uh, one of the uh, ladies of that... I use the congregation, it might not be quite right for the setting but nevertheless uh, Maria outside after the event and uh, here we are here's the clip good evening Uh, good evening to you yes from the Keston Mosque the Al-Iman Center where I've just been enjoying the very good hospitality of some of our local Muslims and now I'm speaking to
4: Uh, you're speaking to Maria
0: very nice to meet you Maria nice to meet you too (laughs) and uh, you've been uh, going through Ramadan uh, as well yourself. I uh,
4: have but, indeed. What uh, yes. What's the main rules of Ramadan? So, um, just a bit of background about Ramadan generally, because I think a lot of people are aware of the fact that Muslims fast in Ramadan, but what a lot of people might not realise is actually the main purpose behind Ramadan is celebrating the fact that the Quran was revealed during this month. Um, so Muslims follow a lunar calendar, and Ramadan is one of the months in in this calendar. We believe that our sacred book, which is God's word, the Quran was revealed during this time. So it's all about increasing our connection with the word of God, um, as we believe the Quran is the literal word of God. So that is actually a big part of Ramadan, um, as well as fasting, um, which we do to basically help us come closer to God um, and other people, community, uh, to develop a sense of God consciousness and discipline obviously it isn't easy to go without your morning cup of tea your afternoon cup of tea or even evening cup of tea <laughs> yeah, so Omar
0: was saying it, uh, is the equivalent of religious boot camp
4: yes it is it's it's like a period of training I think boot camp is a good analogy if you can stay away from what is permissible in this life food and drink it's easier to stay away from what God has commanded us to stay away from in life things that are bad for us so um yeah it's it's a lovely month it's R- was really a fantastic evening. It was nice to get to speak to people like yourself and just meet new people in the community, really. Um, have a bit of a chat, share some food, share some information about Islam, clear up some common misconceptions as well. I think that's very important.
0: Yeah, because we were welcoming people from different backgrounds and faiths in there. Uh, the, the floor carpet had been covered up so that people didn't necessarily have to take their footwear off. Uh, yeah. There were women who... Um, had their heads covered, women who didn't have their heads covered Uh, it was a very welcoming and open armed affair.
4: That's nice to hear I think um, Al-Iman Centre this Keston Mosque is particularly well known for being all inclusive and diverse and I think that's a great thing Um, when you come into the mosque, whether it's to pray or for a function like this, you won't just see one skin colour or one language or one particular type of people or just men. You'll see men, women of all different ages, different backgrounds, different ethnicities. um, And that is meant to be, that's a representation of what Islam is really, which is all inclusive or what it should be.
0: I'm not going to make the wild assumption about (laughs) who did the cooking. Uh, I think think this was
4: catered.
0: Oh, right, okay. Some
4: bits and pieces were uh, provided by different women. My mum made the mint sauce,
0: <laughs> so like if that. you that enjoyed was, uh, that, different to any mint sauce I've had. That
4: was made from fresh mint leaves in the garden, so that's why you're on my tasting something. I will do. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. And whoever did the rice pudding did a marvelous job. Too. I think that was catered. Oh, nice caterers.
4: Yes, yes, Asian yeah. style rice pudding. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> Uh, we were sitting next to a, a gentleman who had been really missing his cups of tea. So it sounds mm. like you're in the same boat there.
4: Yeah, I think everyone is. Everyone's got their one thing that they find a bit more difficult with fasting. I think for me, it's always the thirst more than the hunger, especially when Ramadan was in the summer. But at the moment, it's a bit cooler, so it's a little bit easier. I was telling some of the other women, uh, when I was a child and I first started fasting, Ramadan was in December, so I'd get home from school and fast would be open already. That's great. <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, so that was one of the learning points earlier on. It shifts 10 days each year because
4: exactly. of the calendar. Yeah. yeah, so we'll get there again eventually. Ramadan will be in December and then it'll be a lot shorter. Um,
1: mm. my, my curiosity was, because when you posted some of the mm. photographs from there, yeah. um, they were all in a hall. But all the men and women were together. That was really interesting <coughs>
0: for me. Well, so too was the fact that we didn't have to take our shoes off. Yes, that is and because the they especially laid down a um, floor covering for us.
1: Yeah, that's really interesting because um, obviously I'm used to seeing and you know for me growing up in the Middle East mm. as I did. You know, men and women are separate. Um, you know, you take your shoes off. You wear head coverings. So it, it was actually very eye opening. It was lovely to see a mix of men and women together.
0: I was at a very unmixed table. I was surrounded by police people. Policemen? Police people. Well, really? most, mostly police ladies, actually. It was wow. like um, a group of Romney's um, admin people in the police mm-hmm. and a couple of um, officers, one of whom was the community liaison officer for FACE. Across Bromley, Croydon, Sutton, lovely. she's got a work cut out. But it, again, mm-hmm. it was nice to speak to there and to to those ladies, and we had a, cu- a couple of people coming up to us from uh, the uh, wider community. And I believe that um, the Christian and Jewish faiths were both represented in there as well. That's a free face. fantastic, so very inclusive, lovely, very mm. inclusive. Love, love
1: hearing things like that.
0: Um, so how about what? Well, you should be lifting you as well.
1: So, uh, do you know what? I'm just re- really happy that um, obviously we've got the life in Orpington and the life in Bromley, and it was robust nice to see my advert in there. So, for what I do in terms of my business, um, I designed the advert what myself. Uh, what,
0: was, what, what was it again? Um, Bespoke Gardener?
1: Bespoke Gardener? I can do gardening too. Mm. Very good at it. Okay,
0: mental health and wellbeing coach. let get this right. Vida, yeah. Dela Mariposa, coaching.
1: And mindset. You know, I do the whole mm-hmm. shebang. So that was really nice. But, um, what I really loved. Um,
0: come closer, dear.
1: Come closer. Ah. Sorry, ah. I'm drifting. Um, <laughs> what I really loved was um, also another great buzz. I went down to the signature care home in Beckenham. Mm-hmm. And they were holding a charity event for Ukraine. And there were lots sort of amazing stalls, and by the way this is, um, I've forgotten all the little details at home because I came straight from the schools straight here, so mm-hmm. hence I don't have all the details but there were some amazing stalls, I bought myself a diary, there was a lady making cards from scratch um, there was incense, candle makers, all sorts of things, mm. all raising money for Ukraine at the signature care home, so that was really nice, and I had a lovely meal Or should I say lunch Mm. With uh, Christine Atkinson Mm -hmm. Rotary Bromley uh, Mr Harmer, Charles Harmer
0: Yes, Rotary Bromley And Aaron,
1: I can't remember his last name But Aaron's a Rotarian from the Chiselers Club Okay Which I'll talk about him a bit later on When we do the news
0: Wonderful In which case I'm going to bring a bit more of life in Auckland And life in Bromley into the conversation Mm. Because I had lunch with Larissa Wright The editor of said titles earlier on And we went to Locksbottom, had a little tour of places until we decided which one to end up at. Uh, And, uh, yeah, I'd like to give a a little shout-out, by the way, while I'm at it, to Rachel at Nicholas James Butchers in Locksbottom. As I popped in there afterwards, I regularly buy their fresh orange juice. And it was also the first place in Bromley where I found barata, that rather lovely sort of... um, uh, What's the... um, Italian mozzarella. cheese, mozzarella, mozzarella. like, like um, eat, um, but I've also had it in other places since, but they're, they're also uh, rather artisanly butchers, and uh, cafe I think is going in there again, Here so, I your, your advert's in there as you say, nice. let's
1: focus on you, can't see the wood for the trees, mm-hmm. let's untangle this together. Dum-dum-dum.
0: Dum-dum. Finishing on Rachel and uh, Nicholas James, yes. by the way. As she asked me to say, they also cater for Functions barbecues and something called graze Tables. Do you know what graze tables? Table is?
1: A table that's grey?
0: No, Grey's. G-R-A-Z-E.
1: Graze A table that has got scars on it. It made broken. me
0: think of possibly a buffet. I'm going to have to go back and ask. <laughs> I don't know. Mm,
1: okay. Um, well, you've
0: and... got those
1: Grey's Nuts.
0: Yes, and the... Uh, Meals that you're going to get, yes, I think, as yes. well. But no, this I think is disconnected from that. Uh. But I'd also like to throw another shout out. This is such a foodie show tonight, and um, our food hasn't arrived yet, even. Um, but we only just ordered, to be fair. Um, Gabe's the Caribbean food down, down at um, the Nugents in Orpington. Yes, yes. Had yeah. his uh, chicken curry this week. Lovely. Now let's break the cycle of food and go. over Oh to no, your... no, no, I want
1: to talk about food. Barbecue food, stop us so this? I've got another buzz, Yeah. so I had a really nice buzz, which was um, helping Sarah, Sarah Marsh Collins of Babel Monkey Digital and Marketing, who arranged a wonderful barbecue, surprise barbecue for Jason Morrell, had all his family actually did a fantastic job, it was just a beautiful day for everything. Uh, for family to get together, for us friends to get together, and the food was great, the ambience was great. It's fantastic. That was a real buzz for me. I really enjoyed that.
0: Do you have a graze table?
1: No. <laughs> moving on.
0: Yes, moving on. Actually, back to Loretta Wright and Life in Bromley. Uh, when I spoke to her, she recorded the editorial section from the opening of the May's Life in Bromley. Mm. And I'd like to introduce that here.
5: We don't know about you, but we're looking forward to a bit of R&R on the bank holiday May Day, which is the second. It's the perfect excuse to take some time out with the family or do something you enjoy. Let's just hope the weather holds up for those of us who prefer to be outdoors. Talking of the great outdoors, we're delighted to have teamed up with Priory Live as its VIP media sponsor. What does this mean for you? Well, you've got the chance to win a pair of tickets to the amazing 10 hour summer event which will be headlining Scouting for Girls this August, as well as showcasing a range of music and street food. Plus, there'll be a market for creative makers and a kids' zone, amongst other things. All you have to do is sign up to receive the digital issue of this magazine at bit.ly forward slash digital. For details on Priory Live, see priorylive.co.uk and look out in next month's issue for another fab giveaway. As the weather continues to warm up, we'd also encourage you to pay particular attention to the What's On pages. More events are now being held, and we're starting to feel more confident about getting out and meeting others. Have a great month, and we hope you manage to make the most of the extra day off.
0: Isn't it nice to have the actual editor of something reading out what they do? Yes, absolutely. Yes, the voice of Bromley, we've just given Loretta another voice. Right, Z, it's time of your affirmation or empowering question. Yes.
1: It is. Uh, so this week is, are you focusing more on what your life looks like rather than on what it feels like?
0: Oh, what an excellent question.
1: It isn't a good question. So are you focusing more on what your life looks like rather than on what your life? On, on what it feels
0: like. You know Sorry. what, this takes me back to the old TV show with, um, was it pronounced, no it wasn't pronounced, no, but anyway, um, <laughs> keeping, keeping Up Appearances. Oh yes. With uh, Miss Bouquet, or Bucket, uh, who was always keeping up her appearances and uh, you know, up with the Joneses and socially climbing and all the rest of it, and there's a person who is, lives through appearances. Oh all look, Dad, I'm going to softest. cut you off. steak
1: Tasha. Steak Tasha, thank you very much. We are buzzing and eating at the same time. By the way, excuse me. The steak tartare is mine.
0: That's true. Over there.
1: Thank you. And arancini, which is more substantial, goes over to me. (laughs) Love and share. Oh, that can go in a enjoy, guys. Thank you very much.
0: much. I mean, I don't think we've eaten and um, podcasted before. We have have
1: not. There's always a first for everything.
0: All right, um, I'll tell you what, let's take little turns. So if you'd like to open up, uh, having a nibble of your stack to toe, I'll, I'll take the beginning of the news, I think. Now, I've got this from the Bromley Council website about supporting Ukraine. And this is all news, news to me, no mind the listeners. Uh, and it says, there are many ways you can support the people of Ukraine, as you proved by going to the signature thing. And it will come on to more of that later too. Anyway, it says as part of the homes for ukraine scheme, uh, which people should be familiar with about taking in a Ukrainian refugee or more than one, the council has already begun visiting homes of residents who have applied to be part of this, and if you're not heard from us, then we will be in touch in the coming days. If you need to get in touch, please email ukraine support at bromley.gov.uk or telephone Bromley's UK support Ukraine support line, I didn't know there was one, were 0208 313 4698. And another piece of news within that, there is a learning English offer for speakers of other languages relating to Ukraine. So it says all Ukraine adults and their family members over the age of 19, supported through the Ukraine Family Scheme and Homes for Ukraine Scheme, are immediately eligible for ESOL. English for Speakers of Other Languages. Uh, Courses at both the Kentwood and Poverest Centres. These courses are likely to be free. I should hope so. Uh, They don't say that. That was me. Uh, But your individual circumstances will be assessed on application. Further detail is available on the Bromley Adult Education website. And I'm going to have a bit of arancini in a moment.
1: I'm just going to take one more mouthful of the steak tartare. Hmm.
0: The thing is, it's a cold dish, though. You don't have to have it hot. You could wait.
1: It's absolutely divine. It's not the steak tartare that I'm normally Mm
0: -hmm.
1: used to having.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: It's more... The steak tartare is cubes. It's been Mm. cut up into chunks rather than meat, And there's no raw egg on top.
0: It's the GPO's take, clearly.
1: It's very delightful.
0: Right. I know, in my researches, there is uh, something going on in the way of... Rotary yes, Ukraine stuff Come the weekend I'm going to share Tell with us you
1: much on your Arancini ball mm. um, So on Saturday the 25th From 10am to 5pm At the Glades Rotary collection for Ukraine Is happening So there's going to be a bunch of um, volunteers Plotted around the Glades um, And on the High Street And what we are doing Is I'm volunteering as well I'll be there from 10 to 11 a.m. So do come along, say hi to me, and maybe um, open up your wallets if you can, or just come and say hi and show your support. So all the funds, 100% of the funds, will go to um, the Rotary Clubs in Poland, Moldova, and Slovakia. So these Rotarian clubs there are collecting the money and. They will. Pr- they provide help to the arriving refugees. Um, there are no ev- overheads or expenses um, because all the Rotarians are volunteers. So yeah, please do come along. Just say hi to me and show your support.
0: Well, I believe there's a barn dance as well on the 23rd. And
1: yes, on the twenty third, there is also a barn dance happening. And I think I mentioned that in the last podcast as well. That we starts did. at. Uh, Doors open at 7, starts at 7.30, it's £15, and all the money and donations and the raffles and all of that goes again towards Ukraine.
0: Yes, and thank you for correcting me on the 23rd, because it's then, and it is up on the Bromley Rotary website, I believe. It is, yeah. Right, um, okay, now, what's on coming up next? Uh, actually, what's on is literally happening around us tonight. We're at a launch. I know.
1: This was so spontaneous. We didn't even know
0: this was happening. Oh, of course we did. We are invited months ago, it says he, blagging as much as he possibly I'm can. Such a blagger. Though. You PR <laughs> people, <laughs> honestly. No, but anyway, it's a very happy coincidence, in all honesty. We came along. There is a launch of a mural which has been put up here in GPO Orpington. And who better to speak about it? From Becky Ward, who is actually the commissioned artist and is local herself. So over to Becky Ward. Right, we're at a launch tonight, and we're with the launcher. Tell us who you are, what you're doing, how you got here?
6: So, hello, <laughs> my name's um, Becky Ward and I'm a local illustrator and artist. Um, I have my studio in the old library near the Priory mm-hmm. Gardens. And um, basically, just through one of those chance encounters of speaking to Chris Tra- Travers from or- Orpington first, and then him knowing the people that works at the GPO, um, it just turns out that all of a sudden I'm creating a mural on their um, in their bar on their walls here. Um, basically, it's themed around poppies. The poppies that I've used as reference are actually photographs that I've took of the wild poppies in the priory gardens as well as actually a local butterfly that's also included in the mural. Um yeah, it's just really a prime example of just having one of those conversations that leads onto an opportunity Absolutely. which um I decided that it would also be a perfect chance to have a little bit of a party. <laughs> so that is what's happening right Always now. Always an excuse for a party. Yes, isn't it? and it just we have No, absolutely. We have lots of creative people working within the old library and the priory building as well and just due to lockdown and the fact that, you know, it's not public access, not many people really know that we're here so this was also an opportunity for me to invite some of those down because we see each other in passing but there's not a real, you know, chance to socialise. I've also really enjoyed just hanging out at the GPO as I've been painting because I can see how well it lends itself to people, you know, Young mums with their babies Mm -hmm. early earlier in the morning. There's like the lunch crowd, and it's just. I think if I didn't have my studio, I'd also see it as quite a nice place to just come and hang out or work. I
1: mean Um, that mural as well is very therapeutic, should I say? It's very soothing. The strokes that you've got in Uh there, and obviously you know the poppies and the butterfly. I'm all about the butterflies. Everybody (laughs) knows me because that's my logo as well. And and, you know, and butterflies are beautiful creatures. Uh, And it's. I mean, did you specifically go out to research the butterfly or something specific for Orgundon at the market? Or just no, so
6: I think because my studio is so close to the Priory Gardens anyway, and you just get to that point, Similar, I think it was probably a similar time to this time last year, you know when the blossoms go in and the sun's beginning to shine and everything doesn't look so grey. I just found myself kind of gravitating there and usually I just take like a million photos. So they like linger on my phone without even remembering that they're there. And I thought, I knew it needs to be, or I had the idea that it should be botanical, but I also wanted to reference, like make it quite, you know, Orpunton centric in the sense of it actually has the GPO is part of the mural as well. So rather than it just be the words GPO, it's the actual front of the building and kind of incorporating the, The architecture and the history of that building because Mm -hmm. it's so like recognizable from you know if you see the historic pictures of the high street or you know even me like spending endless hours like losing the will to live in the queue to the post office when it was a post office so I think I already I knew it was going to be botanical and I knew that, I think they had the military background as well, so that kind of inspired the poppies, but I didn't want to make it sort of typical poppies, so that's why mm. I referenced the wildflowers. And I was thinking to myself, I'm sure I must have taken pictures of these. You know, there must be something yeah. to use as the reference. And as I scroll through from like over a year ago, pictures of the poppy, and then a picture of the butterfly as well. So the butterfly I took maybe on a lunch break or an afternoon mm. whilst I was spending time at the studio. So.
1: Yes, yeah, kind of. It's a real all awesome butterfly and it's <laughs> historical. It comes
0: now. Yeah, well, this is very groundbreaking for Orpington. <laughs> I mean, we think like yes. in Penge, which is like rural city by in Paris. Yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in central London, you've got the HG Wells. Uh, oh yes, no, um, I know. Yeah. That. there's a pub on the way in with a polar bear uh, up on mm-hmm. the middle and that there kind is. of thing. But Orpington, no, you're really, really are groundbreaking mm-hmm. here.
6: It's kind of also it about it being therapeutic. What I noticed is I go through every stage. So I go through. Okay, this is fun. I've designed it. I'm pleased with how it looks. It's kind of got sign off. I've um, I love using my iPad. So my iPad was really useful to be able to take photos of the um, interior of the GPO and overlay what I was proposing the mural to be. So then I could give them options of like which one they wanted to go for, whether it was going to be mostly plants, whether it was going to feature this, or which wall was going to do it.
1: About it. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean,
6: it's, it was yeah, it's like on. kind of like thinking of other things and just figuring out what to actually project and to make yeah. onto the wall. So you go from that kind of initial thing of it's been signed off, everything's great, then actually physically getting the template onto the wall, which I can go into the process, but basically yeah. it takes a little while to, I, I know there's ways you can use projectors, but I kind of went a bit old school and printed out a copy in which I used carbon paper behind it to then also probably quite historic in it, it's like I don't think anyone's been using carbon paper for a while to then trace it onto the wall but what I found is once I got over the initial hurdle which took a little bit longer than I expected just to get all the proportions right mm. the actual act of painting was therapeutic mm. and I always had this kind of feeling as I was doing it at times that people were enjoying watching the strokes the brush strokes so I kind of paint and I get that sort of feeling like someone was watching. And I turn around and there's someone just with their pipe, like mm-hmm. kind of gazing into the distance. And I think people have really enjoyed seeing it emerge, and that's quite a nice thing. Yeah, bit. I've um, I've met people on the first night and kind of explained to them that I was just starting off the project, and they were like, "Well, next when's it gonna be finished by?" And mm-hmm. I was like, "Well, come back on Wednesday, and we'll see." the final thing and I think that's half the reason also why I wanted to almost make a launch mm. so that I could say to people well number one I've always looked past this place and thought it was like super cool but I'd never had an opportunity to kind of go in and I thought to myself how much I've enjoyed spending time here and it's just the case of telling more people or people that I interact with at the gym or within my studio just come down here have a lunch have a yes. coffee and it's, now you have a trademark
1: just, a stamp on yeah. this place even more it's become more personal to you yeah No, I, and I um, really
6: like it it's got a very nice vibe to it, it I has, feel like fully a, I mean, relaxed we can see there. the
1: passion that comes through <laughs> you as well as artists and I think that's one of the things we love meeting the arts don't we absolutely and um, what they have to offer and I think artists in all the creative areas need to be uh, exposed or, mm-hmm. or showcased, pr- ap- showcased yeah, yeah. appreciated, all these
6: wonderful words that
1: we can use more.
6: Yeah, and I think it kind of comes with, um, there's always this kind of sense if you've done something creative where you almost have to justify, you have to be like, oh, it's this is my real job. This isn't yeah. my hobby. This isn't something that I just do in my This is, this is my mm. full like career. This is something that I've invested a decade plus of my life honing absolutely. and trying and just finding all these different contacts and, and connections. Yes.
1: And so, so it's something It's worth things so people yeah. understand the value yeah. and the worth. No, things. absolutely. And guess what? hmm On the mural, yeah. Are butterflies.
0: Yes, write up your um, Life of a Butterfly brand mm. street.
1: Absolutely. Really Excuse great. me, I am eating some bread with um, balsamic and olive oil. It's absolutely divine.
0: I'm going to join you in a minute. This might be the most truncated episode of the podcast ever as I try to catch up with you.
1: Okay. Um, <laughs> so, what else is what's on? Oh, can I, can I, I'm going to do this one. 25th yes. of April.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: No, actually, well, I'm going to see... If Darren's going to bring his dress, si- dressing out kit again.
0: I don't Drag- hmm? Older than that one. Okay, go on.
1: Drag bingo at the Bridge House Theatre in Penge, so 25th of April. So, will you be streaming your outfit from the Rocky Horror Show once again?
0: Ah, uh, I did rather enjoy that outfit, and um, I showed someone a picture of it earlier on, and they said, you look fantastic. Again, actually, that was Rachel over at the... Um, Lockspot and Butchers, I was referring oh, really? to earlier on. <laughs> yeah. It's not the action I ever expected when I did it. But no, this one I won't be, but I believe it's a monthly Party ongoing event. Pooper. So in future, now I'm going to get a new outfit. I mean, how can I be a proper woman without wanting new outfits? Change the shoes,
1: change the lipstick, get a new handbag. To
0: start with. That's actually probably a very good feminine uh, mental health uh, tip you've just given me. <laughs> Right, do you want to um, cover the kilts, so as to speak? The kilts. The kilts. What kilts? This is the next item on the on, which I borrowed from the Orpington First website.
1: The 22nd of May?
0: Uh, No, actually, it's a pre. I'll tell you what, I'll I'll do it.
1: No, I'm going to do it.
0: Go. Let
1: me do it, thank Mm. you. So, from the Orpington First website, uh, Monday, 25th of April. Scottish country dancing. Oh, I've never done Scottish country dancing. I wonder where. Will you be wearing underwear?
0: Well, if I was doing it,
1: I'm sure I want to admit to this. No, thank you.
0: Yeah, some questions don't need answering.
1: St. Paul's Church Hall, Crofton Road, Orpington, BR6 UK. Obviously, (laughs) welcome to Orpington and District Caledonian Society, a very friendly and thriving Scottish dancing club where you will learn how to dance, keep fit, make new friends, and have a huge amount of fun. Do you know what? I had an aunt who used to do Scottish dancing, religiously, mm. and she said she used to get exhausted and kept really, really fit. Both that
0: and Irish dancing, I think, are yeah. uh, Gaelic dancing, are, are really um, hard work.
1: Oh, I think I'm up for that one, hopefully.
0: Well, I didn't even know, though, that uh, there was a Orpington and District Caledonian Society, so uh, happy to share that.
1: Can I actually say mm. as well... So I'm to share something else that's um, not, there's not a specific date, but it's news that I found out today from networking here at the GPO, um, a lady does pottery classes. Now, I have been looking everywhere where I can do the dirty dancing pottery. Is it do- No, it's ghosts. Sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dirty although,
0: although I can understand why you make that mistake, actually, because... <laughs> It is um, fairly erotic.
1: <laughs> so, no, the ghost, you know, when they mm. do the pottery. So yeah, yeah. ever since I saw that movie, I was like, I want to do pottery. Oh, okay. Okay? Mm. So, I finally found a place that does courses and I think So, Sophie Southgate, who yes. was in Orpington, she's based in Orpington. She runs um, one-to-one classes or group classes, the courses, which go on for about eight weeks or so, six to eight weeks. And it's called The Clay Room UK. Mm-hmm. So I'll be
0: checking that out. And if anybody's up for it, come and join me. Excellent. Well, I shall polish off the news and help you polish off the show. Uh, the other upcoming things to mention are 22nd of May, FA Trophy Final. We alluded to this last week. Bromley Football Club versus Wrexham at Wembley. And then after that, 2nd of June, uh, again, something we spoke about at Greater Length Last show, the Beating Night, li- Beacon Light. Beacon! <laughs> oh dear what with dirty dancing and beating this is terrible beacon lighting ceremony at Crystal Palace Park part of the, um, uh, the Queen's anniversary celebrations um, centenary is the word I'm probably mm. looking for right shall we buzz out see I or think we the... need
1: to buzz out so we can finish off well I can finish off my steak tartare and you can mm-hmm. finish off your arancini maybe dip into each other's meals
0: ha huh, absolutely um, yeah thank you it's been a lovely uh, enjoyable show
1: and We'll see you next time or
0: Zzzz.